Welcome to Lifeology. I am James Miller, your host and a licensed psychotherapist. I'm looking forward to spending this time with you as we learn some pretty amazing life lessons. Let's get started. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to listen to this show. When you're done listening, I hope you take a minute and write a quick review on whichever radio or podcast platform you've heard this show. Your insights will help others to be inspired and encouraged. I have a great show for you today. I'll encourage you that there is opportunity all around you. I'll also be interviewing Jake Steinfield, who's also known as Body by Jake. Jake is the pioneer of personal training, founder of Major League Lacrosse, World Series of Youth Lacrosse, the chair of National Foundation for Governors Fitness Councils, and the CEO of the hit fitness series, Body by Jake. Jake shares his inspirational story of how he had a dream and doors and opportunities opened all around him. For more information about Jake and his latest nutritional shakes, please visit don'tquit.com. Thank you so much for listening to Lifeology. I would love to connect with you. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M Lifeology. I am also very active on Instagram and create many videos with quick tips and tools that you can immediately implement. Be sure to say hello and follow me there. Opportunities all around you. We've all seen movies of where a person randomly stumbles into someone and all of a sudden their life changes, like a rags to riches type of story. And in that, we get lost in the fantasy of what would my life be like if that were to happen to me? But the reality is that could happen to you. Unfortunately, when we allow life and struggles to continually bombard our mind, we're not aware of what's happening around us. For example, let's say you get into an argument with a coworker and on your way home, you stop and get groceries. And you're so upset by what happened with your coworker, and because of that, you weren't open to talking to the person behind you in the checkout line who could have said something which sparked an idea in you that created a whole new invention. Or perhaps you didn't look up and see that person who gave you a smile, and that simple smile could quickly help you get out of that mood. My point in saying that is this, when life happens, and it will happen, if we continually get focused on what is not going well and get lost in our head about every single thing that bothers us or annoys us, we're not being present in what's around us. And when we're looking for opportunities, we'll find them. I've seen many things on Facebook, and I'm sure you have as well, uh, where people will say, today I'm going to win the lottery, or today is a day I'm going to get a job that pays me over six figures. Then I always think, well, did you fill out the application for that job? We've all gone to the gym, and in order to get the physique we're looking for, that takes energy, and that takes effort. It's the same type of thing when it comes to looking for opportunities. You must put effort into looking for those opportunities. Yes, there are situations where opportunities do literally land in our lap, but like everything else, you must put effort into finding those opportunities. When I first moved down here to Palm Beach, Florida, I was blown away. I literally met so many people within the first week I was here. And my point in saying that is this, I chose to make a life change. And in that choice, I was open for new opportunities. I was open to meet new people. This is not me tooting my own horn. This is just giving you an example that when you're open to opportunities, opportunities come to you. Shortly after I arrived, I met this woman and her birthday was in two weeks. So she said, hey, would you like to come to my birthday brunch? I said, sure, why not? What could it hurt? I arrived at brunch and I ended up sitting at the far end of the table because I didn't really know anyone. And as I sat there, all of a sudden, this couple came in probably about 15 minutes after I arrived and the gentleman sat next to me. And as we're talking, it turns out 
that he was an editor of a very famous magazine. And he said, James, I really like what you do. Will you write a column for me? I was blown away. When opportunities arise, are you aware that it's a potential door being opened for you? Are you aware that what you've been praying about or hoping for could be in front of you today, but you're not looking for it? So I really want to encourage you today, whatever it is you're praying about, whatever you're hoping for, whatever you're believing to have happen in your life, you must put effort into finding it. And in looking for those opportunities all around you, you'll find that doors and opportunities start opening up for you left and right. Have you ever found yourself looking for love at the bottom of a bag, box, or container? Have you told yourself, I'll start my diet tomorrow, but tomorrow never comes? Never Binge Again is the book that helps you stick to any diet, especially when you failed repeatedly before. Almost 1 million readers and thousands of reviews suggest Dr. Livingston must be onto something with his weird but powerful method to disempower the thinking that leads to unhealthy food choices. Get it absolutely free at quitovereatingnow.com. Once again, get it absolutely free at quitovereatingnow.com. My guest today is Jake Steinfeld, who is the pioneer of personal training, founder of Major League Lacrosse, World Series of Youth Lacrosse, the chair of National Foundation for Governors Fitness Councils, and the CEO of the hit fitness series, Body by Jake. Welcome to my show, Jake. James, it's great to be here, buddy. How are you doing down there in Palm Beach, Florida, man? I am doing very well. It is, you know, moving uh, from up north and coming down here, it's literally nonstop summer. So when people ask me different things, I'm thinking, I'm in a time bubble. I have no idea when anything happened because it's all the same season. <laughs> I'm the same way. I'm a guy from Brooklyn and moved to Long Island. And then from there at 18, I came to L.A. So I'm wow, the same way. Totally it's, different. It's, it's, it's sunny and 72 every day, except today it's a little overcast oh, but hey listen we'll suffer <laughs> <laughs> i know right <laughs> that's so funny i was looking at your background information and your birthday is just a few days after mine so clearly our personalities must be very similar so we're gonna have a fantastic right. show today so what are you fed 24 18 oh, yeah, just before, yeah. oh. yeah yeah uh, so, so you're three days older than me there you go exactly <laughs> that's hysterical <laughs> now how did you even get into the fitness world well, let me tell you, it's it's been an incredible story. I mean, and there's not a chance I could have ever done this in mm -hmm. any other country on the planet. Yeah. Uh, I, I was an overweight kid. I had a really bad stutter, James. Really? Uh, and, uh, yeah, at, at the age of 13, my, my dad uh, bought me a set of weights, and it changed my life. It was that moment, because I'm a big believer, man, and life yeah. is about moments, uh -huh. and we all have moments, yes, whether do. they're great ones or not so great ones, but they define who we are. Yeah. And it's how you deal with those moments that mm -hmm. aren't so great. For instance, as a kid with a bad stutter, you know, I was petrified to get up in front of the class yeah. to read out loud. I, I mean, I could read, right? Sure. But when you had to read out loud, if you remember, I still get the chills even saying the mm -hmm. words when a teacher would say, all right, everyone, we're all going to take a paragraph and I'll go around the room. And you'll stand up and read that paragraph. I would much rather, James, jump off the Empire State Building than have to stand yeah, up. Yeah, I bet. You know, it's so interesting. You, your story is so similar to my father's. He was um, just like you, had a really, really, really bad stutter. But then he found weightlifting and football, and he just... It just like you, it transformed his life. Come on, serious? Yeah. So yeah. when I heard this, like, oh my God, this is like my father, which is amazing. Yeah. So he, and so he was the same way. And now he became more, he was a public speaker. He became a pastor. And so he was always up in front of people and always talking, but he would say the same thing that literally was so scary. That's great. You know, I just like anything growing up, man, 
I, you, you learn how to deal with adversity. Yeah. And, and it taught me, you know, and I pushed myself and pushed myself to stand up. And, hey, my friends laughed. But uh, I just said, I'm going to get enough courage. And once I started lifting weights and started standing up a little bit straighter, and what happens is not only did the weights build my body, but it built my confidence and awesome. self-esteem. And immediately I said to myself, James, at the ripe old age of 14, I'm going to become Mr. America. Really? That's what I wanted to do. Oh, my gosh. I wanted to go to California. And to become Mr. America. And I'll never forget the fact because I went to college, first one in my family to go to college, upstate New York. You you know the school, Cornell University? Oh, yeah, yeah, Cornell, of course. Oh, sure. I went to Cortland oh. down the street. <laughs> so, you know. I don't know there. that one. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why I always I bring the Cornell because yeah, yeah. everybody <laughs> says I know that one. Uh, but where it snowed every day from the second you got upstate New York and not too conducive to walk around in your gold lame posing trunks in 18 <laughs> exactly. inches. So you know what I'm saying, right? And, yeah. and my mom used to check in, uh, well, she would call every day, let's yeah. just say that, to check in and see how's poli sci, how your class mm -hmm. is doing. And I finally got up enough courage. And you know this, and I'm sure all your listeners feel the same way, and probably you too. We all have dreams. Oh, gosh, we yeah. all have dreams. But sometimes, it's you get very nervous to express your dreams to people because you don't want to hear someone say something bad about the mm -hmm. dream. And you find out sometimes, sometimes it's the people closest to you yes. who seem to be the most negative. And my feeling is the reason, there are two reasons. One, like your parents, they don't want to see you get hurt. Yeah. So you, you want to do something, well oh, you know, yeah. right, well-intentioned. And then there are other people, like friends, who think, well, wait a second, James, uh, this lifeology thing, I don't know, man, because yeah. if James is successful, then I might not be able to be successful because they believe there's not enough success to go around. And I believe that crazy? Yeah. Right? So that crazy. there's plenty of success to go around for all of us. Anyway, I called my mom. Well, she calls me, yeah. and we have this conversation. I finally get up enough courage, and I say, Ma, took a deep breath. I'm going to go to California to become a bodybuilder. Silence. I bet. And all of a sudden, I heard, <laughs> I'm never I heard Herbie, Herbie, <laughs> my father's name, pick up the phone and talk to your kid. I'm putting my head in the oven. <laughs> and it was, I will only tell you this, James, the bus ride from upstate New York the Baldwin Long Island felt like I was I going from upstate New York to Australia. It was that long. <laughs> I and I finally got home. We had a sit down. And my father said to me, look, you want to go to California? Get it out of your system. You know, mm. I had a girlfriend who said, yeah. what are you, what's wrong with you? You're never going to be a bodybuilder. You were a fat guy. And my friends all said, you're never going to make it. And I made, I made the decision, right? Now, I've been married almost 32 years. I have four great kids, a girl and three boys. And as they were growing up to this day, I talk about decision making. And I'm sure you mm -hmm. talk about that, too, on your shows. And I'm a believer in if you have to think about something too long, probably something you shouldn't be doing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I decided I'm going to make the move. I go to California, right? I'm there by myself. I'm 18 years old. Now, I read all the muscle magazines. Every muscle magazine said, eat 18 eggs and 24 chickens a day, and you too could become Mr. Really? America. Wow. <laughs> well, I will tell you this, James. I clucked a lot. I bet you did. I never, <laughs> I never became Mr. America for one simple reason. I entered the Mr. Southern California contest. I got to California. Now, I got to L.A. in summer 77. Mm -hmm. I entered the Mr. Southern California contest in 1978. The guy that beat me 
was on steroids. Oh, now, yeah, yeah. no muscle magazine yeah. ever talked about steroids. Yeah. No muscle magazine. So I'm thinking to myself, what did I do wrong? And I, once again, at 19 years old now, I had to make a decision. And the reason why I didn't take steroids was because blatantly and bluntly, I was afraid. Yeah. I was afraid to, because yeah. listen, in fourth and fifth grade, if you remember, uh, growing up in New York, the, the, the nurse, they would do these TB tests. Oh my gosh, yeah. And they would give you that little four-prong <laughs> yeah. thing and they would hit you. Well, that little thing like this big, I'd faint on that. Really? Right? That's Let alone Jake. <laughs> putting a needle in my yeah. own battissimo. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I decided that, okay, I'm not going to become Mr. America. It's not going to happen for me. But I didn't want to go back to New York a loser in my mind. Sure. Right? Yeah. Of my family saying, well, get it out of your system. You go back to school. My friends all said, you're not going to make it. I'm staying in L.A. I love what exercise and working out did for me. I love how I felt, James. I didn't know what I was going to do. But you have to find what your passion. And every, look, I mean, you talk to plenty of people who talk about finding your passion and find this. It's, it's inside of you. It is. Yeah. And everybody has the ability to succeed. As long as you put your heart and everything else into whatever it is you want to do and don't let anybody get in the way yeah. of what that is. Because to me, when someone tells me no, nah, no is halfway to yes. <laughs> exactly. It's so funny you say that. I was, I had this, uh, people as well, well-intentioned people, like you said, uh, family were like, are you sure? You know, you have this really successful practice in DC. And, but I had this one person who said to me, uh, a friend of a friend, he was like, why would you do this? You don't have anything to say. Nobody's going to listen to you. And I was so shocked because, you know, just like you, I, when I hear someone's dreams, like, oh my God, that's great. Can I help? What can I do? I'm what? excited. And it's like you said, because there's more than enough blessings in the world. But when he said that, I will never forget that. And I won't say his name, but thank you for that because that was what really solidified this. It was like, I am doing this. Now, but you see, you're a different kind of cat, man, yeah. because... Most people will say, oh, you know, Bob, mm. you're right. Yeah. Uh, nobody does want to hear what I want to yeah. say. And you start going, and, and I use this analogy too, and I'll get back to the story in a second, but I use this analogy, right, for all entrepreneurs and people who have dreams. You have this incredible idea, right? Incredible idea. You're so pumped up. You go, you're about ready to go to bed. You write it down, right? You're so excited. <laughs> you wake up in the morning. Now you start making your coffee and your breakfast. And you're about ready to have you don't quit shake. We'll talk about that in yes, a few minutes. Can't wait. And you start thinking to yourself, wait a second, wait a second. What? There's not, I can't, this is not going to work. Yeah. I can't do this. And now all of a sudden the I can't take over. And before you walk out of the door in the morning, you've destroyed whatever mm -hmm. that dream was because it's all about changing those words I can't to I can yes. and believing that, right? A, success is failure, turn inside out, but also to have that don't quit attitude of taking a shot. Yeah, what's, exactly. What's that James, yeah. what's the worst that's going to happen to you? It doesn't work out. Hey, the lesson you all learn. Because look, if you look at anything that anyone has created, look what you've done, right? You're a pretty successful dude. But that, how come you succeeded and somebody else did? You had the chops enough and the balls enough to say, you know what? I can do this and I'm going to make it work. I believe in me. I believe in me. And that's what people need to understand. And that's for me in my life. So here I am with this decision. I'm not going to take steroids. I'm not going back to New York. 
so I was doing what every good, you know, muscle head does in LA. I was working out in the gym. I was catching rays during the day and I was bouncing in a bar at night. True oh, story. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and it says 1979 and I'm I'm living in Studio City, California now. And on my on on my afternoon off, I'm just catching rays and this actress has come over to me, you know, and said, "Hey Jake, uh, you know, I see you here all the time." You know, I like you, but I don't want to look like you. And I said, oh, okay, great. You know, <laughs> she says, I've, I've got this Club Med commercial that I have to do, and I need to get in shape. I've got six weeks to do it. Got to wear a bikini. I wonder if you can come up with a workout for me. And like, wow. wow. She was hitting me with it. Now, just to give you a case in point, it's 1979. Jane Fonda had yeah. just come on the scene yeah. with high-impact aerobics, yeah, right? And at that time. Right. Women were very intimidated by using weights because they thought they were going to get big muscles. So we're just chatting. And she says, um, could you come to my boyfriend's house to do the workout there? And I thought, yeah, oh, I guess I could. Sure. She says, how much is it going to cost? I go, I don't know. Give me gas money for my 1977 <laughs> white Camaro with Jake 77 on the license plate. You know, I always kept a very low profile, James. You need to teach that to your students. Yes, Keep yes. A low profile. Yes, yes. And, um, and, and so I was thinking about what I could do. She gave me the address of where I'm supposed to go in Beverly Hills. I came up with this workout. I basically improvised using a broomstick, a towel. For ice, right? For resistance training. Yeah. So instead, I of, saw a clip of that. I saw you doing that. Right. Right. So instead of giving her two ten-pound dumbbells or fifteen-pound dumbbells, I used a towel. Resistance, right? I pull down, you pull up. There's more resistance. It's a different than 10 concept pounds. for them. Yeah, because if they That's if they conceptualize right. that it's weights, that they're gonna get all these muscles, but to use something that everybody knows and it's the same does this does the same exactly. thing. Exactly. Yeah. Smart. And then, smart. Used, and then I used a chair for push-ups and dips, mm -hmm. and, and then two cans of Mama's tomato paste. <laughs> Truly a 30-minute workout. She seemed like she had an A-type personality, right? I love training. I love being in the gym. One thing we know, you train too. Yeah. If, if you don't train, look, exercise is boring. Yes. If it wasn't boring, right, everybody would be in great shape. <laughs> would be in, be in terrific shape. That's yeah. why you have to find something that you like to do that fits into your lifestyle that works for you. Yes. So I came up with this 30-minute workout because I, although I loved working out, I was not a guy that hung around the gym. I wanted to get my workout in, and then I was on my way. Yeah. And I wanted to do the same thing for her. So I get in my car, go to Beverly Hills, knock on the door. If you weren't on the cover of Musclehead Digest, I didn't know who you were. Yeah. Guy answers the door. Turns out to be Francis Ford Coppola. What? And wow. I just look at the guy and I just go, hey, this guy could use a workout too, you know? <laughs> and very sweet people. That's um, they started going to parties and people started saying, you look great. What are you doing? Uh -huh. This guy, Jake, comes to the house. He's got a broomstick, a towel, and a chair. He's got a 30-minute workout. He's pretty funny. He eats too much because they had a great refrigerator, James. <laughs> so I didn't have any dough back then, man. And at the end of the workout, I asked if I could yeah. get something to eat. And it was like, oh, my God. It was like the Garden of Eden, man, to me. And, and the one thing about Hollywood is if you're good and people want to get a hold of you and they can't, they seem to want you more. Now, uh -huh. you got to remember, it's 1980. There's no cell phones. Yeah. You have to list your phone number in a phone book. And yeah. I never listed my phone <laughs> number. So hence, right, people want to get a hold of you and they can't. They seem to want you more. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I'm getting phone calls from Steven Spielberg and Harrison Ford. That's amazing. Priscilla Presley and Bette Midler and Warren Beatty and Barbara Streisand and people like this. I'm training all the big Hollywood stars, right, a wow. year 
almost to the day that I got to LA from upstate New York. And I'm only bringing these people's names up to tell and teach. No, I get it. I get no it. Different people were no different, are no different than yes. you and me. The only difference is they had a dream and they never quit on their dream and never took no for an answer. And you know, James, that gave me all the incentive in the world to say to myself, hey, wait a second, I might never direct ET too, but I'm gonna have my own success in life. Yes, yeah. And I was able from that moment to parlay that famous by association mm -hmm. into videos, books, and television shows. Ted Turner, the great Ted Turner gave me my start Did doing he? the fitness break, cable news network oh, back wow. in 19. I didn't know that. I mean, it's a great story, but I just kept parlaying yeah. all these different things I, I launched my Body by Jake television show and first run syndication, then on ESPN. Yeah. I had a dream to create a 24 hour fitness television network, which I did. Wow. Called Fit TV. Wow. Um, oh, Fit TV. I didn't I, know you did that. I know, yeah. That, I know that. Was, that was my network, and I sold it to Rupert Murdoch in 98. And wow. I spent 17 years on Home Shopping Network down in your neck of the woods uh -huh. in Florida uh, with, with the great Jerry Hogan and then Barry yeah. Diller and all those great yeah. guys. And was in the infomercial business and um, was acting and writing books and videos and doing all these incredible things that, you know what happens? You just start saying, why not? Yeah, why exactly. not be? When you reflect on the person you were as that, that young man going from Cornell down back to Long Island <laughs> and then going across, going across <laughs> to, um, to LA, when you recognize that version in yourself now, what's different and what's the same? That's a great question, man. This is, I'm, I'm the same guy. I, I'm Good. the same guy, man. I love the action. I love the energy. Um, my life has always been about hope and health and family. Yeah. And uh, now as a dad, I'm 62, you know, and, uh, and, and it's even more important to me, family, and more important giving back. I've been putting fitness centers in elementary and middle schools around this great country wow, of ours. So I was chair of the fitness council along with Schwarzenegger when he was governor. I have three brand new $100,000 Don't Quit Fitness Centers. Wow, that I, that's awesome. That I gift to each state uh, with companies that, fortunately, Coca-Cola, Anthem, Nike, and Wheels Up have been great partners of mine since the beginning of time. That's great. Uh, and I couldn't do it without that support. But, I, you know, when you give the schools the tools, James, and you give communities the tools. There are so many great people in this country and you give them some resources, it's amazing to see what happens. And just like with me, the weights, yes, they built my body, but more importantly, they built confidence and self-esteem. Yes. And you know this when you talk to your folks and people who are listening, when you have confidence and you have self-esteem, you can believe and achieve anything you want in your life because you believe in you, because you are a brand. That's what I talk about when I speak. Where it's so much synergy. Yes, I agree with that. Yes. It's a brand. And which now, as I said, here I am at 62, these last few years, I'm thinking about the different things that I'm doing, mm -hmm. right? And I've always been involved in fitness, nutrition. One thing I had been doing since I'm 13 is making protein shakes. Yes. And man, they've been the worst tasting things on the planet. <laughs> but you stomach them down because yeah. you're. Yeah, it's like shock. Yeah, you exactly. chalk, right? Yeah, shock, yeah. About, about almost two years ago, uh, like anything else, being an entrepreneur is about relationship mm -hmm. building. And I've made many relationships over the course of my career, but very blessed that way, man. Uh, like Steven Spielberg is a big brother, and these kinds of people have been great mentors to me. I try to do the same thing back. Yeah.
I had this idea, this concept about a nutrition shake, and I want to listen. Granted, the world doesn't need another nutrition shake. <laughs> and my opinion is, it just needs the best one, and I right. believe we've done that. Yeah. I partnered up with a great company, Keurig Dr Pepper. Uh, LA Libations here in Los Angeles is a beverage incubator, but oh, wow. we went on this. We went big. Now, I trademarked the words "Don't quit." Oh, really? One true story. I was cut from my eighth grade basketball team, and I was devastated. A friend gave me a poem called "Don't Quit." I'm 14 years old. What, what is a? Po- yeah, I'm not a school. I'm not a poet. Yet. And I read the last two lines of this poem, James. And it goes, stick to the fight when your heart is hit. It's when things seem worst that you must not quit. And the poem is beautiful. Wow. In 1981, I trademarked the words. I kept the words sacred. I fought off all the big companies. And I thought I was just going to pass Don't Quit Along to my kids. And two years ago, I sit down and have this conversation with this guy, Danny Stepper from LA Libations. We have this meeting. We meet from some, from some mutual friends. We sit down. He explains about the adult nutrition category. There are two brands in there, right? Boosted and Sure. Yeah. And he says, look at the ingredient panel on those products. They're all chemicals. They're all chemicals. Uh, I didn't realize that. Was, Jake, people who drink this stuff are sitting in heaven's waiting room. And That's when you think point, yeah. about it, you never see people in a gym holding a bottle of Booster and Sure. So he presents this idea. He says, we've been looking at disrupting this category called adult nutrition, Jake. He said, let's do it together. And I said, here's interesting. It's got to be a clean label. If I'm putting my name on something, mm-hmm. it's got to be. The integrity company. of it, yes. Not an endorsement, right. You can't buy trust and you can't buy authentic. And we decided and worked diligently to launch Don't Quit. And here it is, right? This is, this is the chocolate version, Don't Quit, right? I'm going to try that. That's, that's my favorite. It's Don't yes. Quit Chocolate. Right? Wait a second. I'm going to give you something else. As I know we're doing radio, but you got to visualize. Oh, it's IT as well. What? All right. IT. And wait, hang on for the East Coasters, baby. We got Orangeicle, right? Oh, there, there we go. Yes. Orangeicle. Right. We have vanilla. Now, here's the cool thing about it is there's no soy, no wheat, no corn, wow. no sucralose, right? No artificial flavors or sweetness. Gluten-free, kosher. The sugar that we use is pure cane sugar. There's 10 grams of protein. In the original, is 14 grams of sugar because as we age, right, a lot of times you have to keep the weight on, need your carbs. Mm -hmm. So you have 26 vitamins and minerals. If you don't want the sugar, we have a max version of chocolate and vanilla, right? 30 grams of protein, one gram of sugar. And the great thing about it all is the convenience of it. Those sound delicious, and clearly you've thought all the different nutritional aspects through. Oh my gosh, I can't believe our time is up. I've enjoyed so much of this conversation, uh, not only hearing about how you were a chubby little boy and how you stuttered and how you found your confidence through weightlifting. Like I said, that really resonated with me regarding my father as well. But you know, the other thing I really appreciate about you is your integrity. It seems like you're incredibly authentic and transparent when it comes to, well, I guess everything you do. And that's, I think, something that really resonates with me as well as my listeners as well. So with that in mind, if my listeners would like to find out more information about you and to purchase these amazing new nutritional drinks, where would they find all this information online? Check out don'tquit.com and all those great fans of yours. We want everyone healthy and safe, strong, and and I'm proud of everything that you're doing too, James. It's, it's important. So you keep up the great work, brother. Stick to the fight when your heart is hit. It's when things seem worse that you must not quit. I Don't love quit. That. Thank you so much, Jake. Have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for being an awesome guest on my show today. Thank you, buddy. 
I also want to thank you, my listener, for tuning in today. Please subscribe to this radio show through whichever portal you join me today. Also, please go to my website where you may sign up for the free weekly recap, watch my YouTube episodes, read the articles I've written specifically for you, and purchase my previous guests' self-help products. If you'd like to work with me, be a guest on or advertise on this show, visit jamesmillerlifeology.com. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M. Lifeology. Once again, thank you so much for your support, and I'll talk to you soon.